in the Star Trek universe, Space Fleet is based on a mission of exploring the universe peacefully um, in a scarcity-free society where everyone is equal. President Trump proposed the exact opposite of that with his Space Force, a new branch he proposes adding to the U.S. military. And so it seems that he's just ready for a space war, which should be pretty fun. And I'd like to imagine Trump's Space Force going a little something like this. Folks, these Romulans, they're very nice, but when they're bringing people over here, they're not bringing their best. They're bringing rapists, murderers. I don't like the Romulans. <laughs> I tell you, these Tribbles, you could do anything. You just grab them. Just grab these Tribbles. <laughs> that's actually, um, that's the secret unedited version that we have of the tape, the, the Billy Bush tape. Uh, only us. Only we have it. We got it from our Russian connection. Um. Folks, Starfleet, Captain's Log, just told Jared that he's a little bitch. Get off of my spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> I could totally see him, though, like, like as Jabba the Hutt, you know? Except instead of it being you know, Princess Leia, it's just Ivanka. Like, you know, that's Spock, real. he's a hero, he's great, but frankly, I like the space fleet members that don't get assimilated by the org. <laughs> I'm really excited, though, if we do get, like, a, a, a space mission, because then all of a sudden Elon Musk would, you know, suddenly the boring company would be less boring, right? Because what would be cooler <laughs> than a private military force in space? That would be awesome. Uh, like... A private military force in space with no unions. <laughs> <laughs> like Eric Prince, Elon Musk, and Donald Trump all making a space force. That would be hilarious until they're just like, ah, yes, how do we deal with the Africa problem? And they, like, nuke Africa <laughs> in, like, some dark I mean, move. I'm tired of looking at it from up here in space. Can we get rid of that? <laughs> I'm sure this is just the next step closer to them building the Elysium Matt Damon ship where all of the rich people go to leave us to cook on this earth. Should be fun. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be really fun. Um, <laughs> Trump really wants to build a space force so he can have a way over budget casino fail on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, like, seen a bunch... Like, every time he watches Star Wars, he's like, you know what would make it even cooler? If you had two uh, uh, Star Destroyers, right? Or rather, two Death Stars and, like, a Star Destroyer on top of it, and then you put Trump on it, right? Because he just... He wants a <laughs> that's massive all, that's space... That's going to be. We're going to be the Spaceballs country. That would be that would be cool though. What's like rugs become sentient? Sucking down and cans muscle. of air, stealing other people's atmospheres. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, and all I'm, of I'm our ships are shaped like. <laughs> I'm currently in the process of uh, photoshopping Trump onto a star destroyer. So hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Is that good? that has to be the thumbnail. Absolutely. Oh, Parker, also, how are you going to do that the though? Face <laughs> I thought you weren't the good at computers. The Space Force stared at an eclipse. 
of course he he had to get the sun's power to start the space force you know like he's gonna be the one to suggest we go to the sun at night (laughs) (laughs) yeah he is i mean he's he's like he is reagan level of just like an idiot rich playboy um who is utterly useless got the presidency based on no merit whatsoever which is fine like the presidency is a shit job terrible um but then that just had so many cheese holes in his fucking brain that he, he like, watches... He 100% watched some, like, hacker movie. He, like, watched, yeah, like, a Bush, Bond Bush from the 90s. Too. Bush had, like, a couple of years where he was really amped about going back to space. Every right-wing president is just like, we're gonna do it. Back to the moon. Well, yeah, because they're like, also mad that just... Kennedy and Johnson did it. They're just like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it just seems like, yeah, Reagan, Bush, Trump, this is just the move to make to get people more stirred up about patriotism, is we go back to the moon, which we own. Which we own. By the way, you can can buy rights to the moon from Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, buy your plot of Trump moon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but the... uh... The Moonland is still gonna sell better than uh, Jared's Hotel at six sixty six Fifth Avenue. They'd <laughs> 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 have an easier time getting wealthy Sauds to buy that than his shitty apartments. Yeah, but that's gonna be the best part. Is Donald Trump will be like, "Oh, my son Jared, he's great at business. He's a Jew, right?" Because that's really the thing that undergirds why he thinks. Like, Jared is good at this stuff, because it's the exact yeah, same reason he hired Roy. Great at deals. Yeah, like, it's the same reason he, like, worked with Roy Cohn back in the day, or, like, the 80s, right? Because he was just like, I'm racist, and I have these bad stereotypes. And so he's going to have Jared take over the Trump moon colony, and then no one's going to buy it. And so it's actually kind of a win, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because if, like, the Obama administration did that and, like, teamed up with uh, Elon Musk or something, they would actually make something out of it, and then all of a sudden we would be, like, opening, like, Special economic zones on the moon where we just ship immigrant children to do labor. Terraforming it into these really big, shitty casinos. I mean, Uh, yeah, I think it's just going to be cool when our next massive financial collapse happens because we sunk $40 trillion into building a failing space force. (laughs) They built those F-35s that don't even work, and that was a $2 trillion enterprise. I'm just glad, like, Trump is way too stupid to know about the space elevator, because if he knew about it, he'd be like, oh, what if I made it Trump Tower to space? And he would do it <laughs> with the federal government's money. Because um, that's just, that's what he would do. You're going to have to right. build a wall from the Earth to the moon, because fuck it, they can't go around it. <laughs> space. The space, the, the final space. order. <laughs> <laughs> months has come and gone since I wandered from my home in those Oklahoma hills where I was born. Many a page of life has turned, many a lesson I have learned. Well, I feel like in those hills I still belong. Way down yonder in the Indian nation, ride my pony on the reservation in those Oklahoma hills where I was born. Now way down yonder in the Indian nation, the cowboy's life is my occupation in those Oklahoma hills where I was born. 
Hey everybody, I'm Carl Roberts, and this week we've got Parker Nelson and Steven Lassman on the show, and this is Red Star Over Oklahoma. We're a small political and news podcast broadcasting about left Oklahoma. Uh, Adam's attempt, failed attempt at a restoration, has successfully been opposed. Uh, we have reinstated the the People's Republic of the Red Star Over Oklahoma. Uh, it's good. It's back in the hands of the workers. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, as you all could already tell, I'm sure from the cold open, Adam's out this week. Um, and we're going to this week talk about uh, some stuff going on in the NFL. Um, his new story, this seemingly new story that's like getting a bunch of coverage and everybody's really hyped about, but that is not as new as everybody would like it to be. Um, about ICE and possible child trafficking. And we're going to talk about the Lake Hefner shooting that happened this week in Oklahoma. And uh, we're going to round it out with State Question 799 and the, the utter idiocy of Tom Coburn. And then we'll move on, on to the conservative reading list, which is going to tie in with that. So how about you uh, take it away there, Lassie, and tell us about what's going on in... The uh, the the sport of giving people brain trauma. Are you ready for some fascism? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it seems that the NFL is now hoping to solve their national anthem policy by issuing a legal ruling that team owners would be fined if their players are not kneeling for the flag when on the field. The players do still have the option to stay in the locker room if they wish to not. Uh, give homage to our glorious national anthem and its smooth-brained president that uh, stands behind it. And so basically, you know, the NFL caved to its face of right-wing nutjobs who love the flag more than they do the people in this country. Hey, you know what? Every time some son of a bitch fucking kneels on the field, they're disrespecting the troops who fought for the freedom that we enjoy in America. And that's offensive. Uh, offensive. I'm going to take a poll real quick amongst the Red Star of Oklahoma hosts. How many of y'all have burned a flag? <laughs> I've actually, I've never, no, I have burned like a small flag. I've never burned a proper yeah, yeah. flag. Yeah, I've done that. You ever get one of so, those yeah, tiny so ones that you get at parades on July 4th where you can light two of them on fire and act like you're conducting something? That sounds me. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we got we got three flag burners here in the house. Uh, <laughs> Wait, quick question on that out. though: If you light an American flag on fire, but you drank all the beer, if you pee to put out the fire, is that offensive? <laughs> is it patriotic? Yeah, well, I think I... It, only if you're drinking a Bud Light. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think we found the loophole here. Okay. Uh, but if yeah, I mean, Bud Light drinking potential <laughs> flag burners, you're in the clear. So what we mean to say, though, uh, to be clear on that, do not drink Bud Light. Drink an import. Drink, drink a fucking <laughs> drink a Corona and then pee on the burning American flag. That's double, <laughs> double bad, double blasphemy. I mean, yeah, just like the the whole idea of the national anthem is such performative like nationalism in the first place it's not even something that is really a historic thing in our country 
Well, it's not even like it's like less than ten years old in the NFL or something. It's definitely yeah, less they, than twenty years old, and it's just because the military like pays them a bunch of money to be like super patriotic or something. So it's not a thing. I mean, they already do like Blue Angels they? flying over. It's already basically like a fucking military propaganda hour, three hours. Well, and let... like yeah, all the all the ads are always like these heroic Marine ads. So you know, can't have any disrespecting the troops by trying to make a point about anything you believe in. Are you saying we're going to start having, like, waterboarding during the halftime Monday Night Football events? Because I think they'd actually probably cheer that on. <laughs> yeah, I, I would not be surprised. Detain, yeah. detain people under the Patriot Act? Yeah. <laughs> waterboarding of terrorists? It says, it says Patriot in it, so you know New England will be down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> go go uh, Pats. Okay, the team that has Tom Brady on it is 100% the most racist team. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, this is clearly just an attempt to distract from the fact that these players are protesting police brutality and all of the problems facing black Americans and heavy policing in this country and all of the people being shot and the police that get shuffled around. And, of course, they're just like, they don't like the flag. Yeah, I mean, Tom Brady did a similar thing where he was supposedly uh, protesting abortion and kneeled during... No, that was Tim Tebow. The... Was that Tim Tebow? My yeah. bad. Tebow. They're all the same. <laughs> Tom Brady is what happens when you give Tim Tebow a Mario mushroom. No, Tom Brady is what happens when T Tim Tebow is actually good. <laughs> um, and you deflate footballs. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was just about to make the defense. But, I mean, that is the thing with it, is Tim Tebow did it, and, like, all the people were like, oh, yeah, protecting unborn babies, and it's like, okay, they're not, they're not babies, they're not born. There's a different word for that, yeah. number one. Number two, all, all these black people getting by, shot by cops are, are alive. Like, are born? Yes. Like, like there's not really an, a, a debate about the fact that they're alive. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, it seems like, I mean, seems I like if, you don't, if you don't like unborn babies getting killed, you might not like living people getting I don't. I don't know. I don't know. No, what they what hey, they don't hey. like is black people having an opinion, and that's what they're really mad about. Even though they don't, well, most of them don't outwardly say that. Uh, they no, they definitely do outwardly say that. They're like, aren't these people supposed to be performing for us? That's true. Yeah, they're just like, do your job. Don't don't try and tell me anything. Don't try and make me learn nothing about the world. And don't. it is, yeah, it's just like you can't have a voice. <laughs> Well, it's also like don't you politicize don't, my football. Don't politicize the part of my football that's expressly political, huh? Yeah. <laughs> don't politicize this salute to our country and everything it stands for. This neo-fascist display of military grandeur. Like I don't know if it's political to sing a national. I don't know. That feels kind of political to me, and it feels just a little bit political. <laughs> No need to politicize it, though. No, it's it's it, well, it's only politicizing it whenever you say, "Oh, actually, um, one of the largest thing like gun violence problems in the U.S. is uh, cops just shooting people willy nilly and not getting in in trouble." Shout out to Betty Shelby. Ooh. I mean, but it is just these people like are privileged enough that they can ignore all of these issues, and this is the one time per week that they ever even get confronted with it so they just get so viscerally angry they're like what I, how dare you burst into my comfortable existence where i can ignore all of this from my walled off submission and make me ever confront break. any issues that you know establish my privileged existence 
you break the continuity in my pushing these people out of my peripherals. <laughs> Thank you. Well, and, and it's, it's all- not even like they're blatantly even saying anything. I mean, obviously, like, you know what the protests are for, and there's enough, like, talk about it, you know, from the pundits. But, I mean, even so, it's still it's fucking ridiculous, man. Well, and the fact that, I mean, one of the most annoying things to me is that they came out with this fucking rule, and it's like, okay, like, there's a literal deep-seated crisis in football where all these players are, like, committing suicide because of the massive amounts of brain injury they're sustaining. Like, they, players, unsurprisingly, for, like, a very violent sport, are, like, regularly beating their, um, you know, their their partners. No rule change. None of that shit. None of that stuff. And and then... you just take I a fucking the, knee, and they get so mad yeah. about it. The and then make a rule is, about it quicker than they've made just about any <sighs> other rule. I don't know. Well, I, I think the NFL is loving this, because they've got three years of controversy, three more years to distract from the serious problem that CTEs are causing in the league, and like how there is a major issue with getting so many concussions and brain damage, and how you're, you know, basically your mind is half dead by the time you're 50. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, well, we can get people riled up about the flag for at least the rest of Trump's presidency. Yeah, we can vote this for a while. And I think it's also, I mean, I think it's one of those things, you know, we tend to think of football players as like, oh, rich, privileged people. And to a large extent, they are rich and privileged, but they're still workers. And like Colin Kaepernick is a perfect example of how the real tyranny in our society is as much from business owners is from capitalists as it is from from the government because he doesn't have a fucking job just because he does this he's a fucking great quarterback he's he's definitely nfl quality and he doesn't have a job because he was like i am not comfortable with the fact that i might get shot by the cops for existing at any point of time when i'm outside a state a stadium and that's Mm -hmm. another thing like you know, the complaint is always we don't need these rich people. Like you said, they don't want the rich people telling them what's wrong with society. But on the street, a cop is not going to notice, oh, he's a professional football player. He's going to notice, oh, he's a black person, and this Might is... Might be threatened even more I, so yeah. because he's a professional football player. Yeah. <laughs> so the size more... of him at the very least. Yeah. Not only that, but also, you know, Kaepernick and all the others, you know, they're rich playboys, but also they're speaking up for the millions of black people who don't have any avenue to voice these complaints that they've been trying to voice for decades. Yeah. You know, for so all they're the speaking up for people who can't as yeah. well as themselves. And and the bosses are part and parcel of suppressing them. I mean, that's so important yeah. in this narrative. That's I mean, yeah, they get paid a lot, but it's still an example of your work telling you you can't have these political opinions. Yep. And that's I mean, that's that's the real tyranny today. Tyranny of capital, guys. But I think if you've listened to the show, you already know that. Um, but let's uh, let's move on. To we some... don't have the tyranny of Adam telling us what we can and can't say because we have taken over the podcast. Yeah, we and have... Carl's inability to cut anything out of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm actually a monk. I'm really just a fucking. I I am I am not. I, I'm like a, a troglodyte in front of this this computer when I edit. Um, he's 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 a, a, a one of those like DJs get a lot of ra- uh, rap for like a lot of uh, bullshit for just pressing play and dancing on stage. That's Carl with this podcast. 
Well, Parker, from everything we've heard today about your computer skills, that's also you, and you have a comp site. Uh, but moving on, moving on, Parker, how about how about you tell us about... Sorry, you had to get that last word there, bud. <laughs> hey, I, I control the boards here. I am I am the new Adam, the new the new tyranny. Um, uh, we're going to have but, to throw a pogrom and unseat you, too. like the Mary Fallon jokes. I missed that. <laughs> Um, I think I think we will be able to get to the Mary Fallon jokes because uh, uh, yeah, you have something to tell us about about government tier- tyranny instead of a uh, business owner tyranny this time, Parker. Huh? Can you tell us about this? Probably one of the darkest stories in American political life right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so turning to our uh, <clears throat> resident Cheeto, um, though uh, he's given us plenty of tinfoil hat material uh, even before oh. getting into office. Um, as as you all know from listening to the show um these included like obama using transformer microwaves to spy on the trump white house black lives matter being a terrorist organization um and the democrats running a child sex trafficking ring out of a pizza place in dc aka pizzagate um which the alt-right has ran with for i just as long as anybody can remember uh the last aforementioned has actually been kind of turned on its head by jason johnson of the root um in which he took us down a, a quote unquote interesting rabbit hole which We'll, we'll get into that. Um, he, he sort of gave us this timeline and outlined how the, the government now, like the, actually the, the conservative government might be running a um, sex trafficking <clears throat> ring. Um, and I'm going to make that canon for the show. Here we go. Um, and on, April 20, uh, or on August 2017 last year, uh, ICE officials started asking permission from the Trump administration to destroy old files and documents relating to 11 subjects, including reports of violence, solitary confinement, you know, death and sexual abuse inflicted by detainee, uh, on, on detainees by ICE agents while in custody, you know, unimportant stuff. Um, there also wasn't a determination as to how long records should be kept, Lamau. Um, yeah. So we really haven't ever gotten a solid, it, like all this was approved by the Trump administration. We haven't gotten a solid uh, window of time as to what those types of limitations or restrictions are. They were just kind of like, yeah, go for it. Um, and yeah, on this April, is what Kelly meant when he said uh, they'll be sent into foster care or, or whatever. whatever. Oh yeah, or, or whatever is definitely right. Um, so a April, lot packed into that whatever. <laughs> April uh, about, about a month ago in April, um, they there was a hearing, um, a deposition of a top uh, official from the Department of Health and Human Services, Stephen Wagner. Um, the line of questioning was concerning why um, HHS does not track unaccompanied um, minors who fail to appear at immigration court hearings. Uh, this comes on top of a 2016 report from the, the Permanent Subcommittee of Investigations, um, which outlined the agency's failure in protecting them from other traffickers and other abusers. Uh, basically, after unaccompanied minors arrive in the United States, generally under the pretense of reuniting with family or escaping poverty and violence, they're placed in the care of HHS. This department is supposed to place check-in phone calls 30 days after the minor gets placed with a sponsor, and it wasn't being followed through with to any reasonable degree. And when I say reasonable degree, I mean between October and December 2017, the agency was unable to locate nearly 1,500 out of the 7,635 <clears throat> minors that they attempted to reach, which is 20 fucking percent. Yeah. Um, yeah. So sponsors are meant to ensure that minors show up at the, these immigration hearings that they're placed with. And when pressed on how HHS tracks those missing children, Wagner said it's not part of the agency's protocol, question mark. Um, yeah. That, I mean, how fucked up is that? They're like, yeah, we capture them and take them from their homes. But after that, we don't know what happens. 
Well, they even call it, they even call it a capture and release, like the program with, with children. Like, that's a hunting term. And they say that they're doing capture and release with fucking children. It's fucking ridiculous. And Wagner, in an attempt to defend himself, argued that HHS has gone to, uh, to greater lengths in, uh, in a deal with Homeland Security, which established policies for information sharing between the agencies for um, screening potential sponsors. Um, but the committee kind of retorted with concerns that states and local officials are not usually notified when minors are placed in their jurisdiction, um, which is great. Uh, I don't know, like, how all this falls through the cracks, but Wagner kind of defaulted to a lack of practical means to achieve that goal due to the massive number of agencies needing contact, a.k.a. doing his fucking job. Yeah. Yeah. So, the senators grew increasingly frustrated with Wagner and officials from other departments uh, demanding that the annual reports be filed that are now six months late for last year's um, filing. Uh, on top of that, uh, on May 8th, um, our, our favorite, our, uh, your boy, Attorney General Jeff Sessions announced that if you're caught sneaking across the border as a family, you will be prosecuted and separated from your children, a.k.a. more children lost. And as Lassie just referenced a second ago, on May 11th, on the White House Chief of Staff, John Kelly, is quoted in saying, the children will be taken care of, uh, put into foster care, or whatever. Which is great. I mean, like I said, it's looking canonically that the U.S. government is setting up a child trafficking ring. Um, there's precedent with people from the U.S. attempting to snatch Haitian children uh, when helping Haiti, uh, when, when helping Haiti is mainstream. So um, if someone did want to traffic a bunch of barely literate, frightened, lost children fleeing poverty and violence in South America, Trump and Sessions just made it a lot easier. Um, <clears throat> yay. Yeah. Part of, the, part of the really big deal for me is reading through some of this stuff is how long this has been going on for. Like you said, like, oh, this was like a 20, this was a 2016 thing already to some extent, right? But this has started right. happening. Absolutely. So it's like, this is a problem that has nothing to do with who's president. This is a problem that happened when Obama was president. And that's really important because yeah, there was also well, like Hillary Clinton said on the campaign trail, yeah, we should take all these like Guatemala, Guatemalan children like being forced that are running away from being forced into fucking chi child armies. We should put them in internment camps, which if you listen to this episode is no different from a concentration camp. Those words are literally exchangeable. We should be putting them in camps and then sending them back to gangs. There's that, a, yeah, there's a picture that people have been sharing about two kids sleeping in what amounts to like a, you know, metal dog cage. And people have been sharing it like, oh, look at how terrible, look at how far the country has gone over under Trump. And it's a 2014 photo. Like, this is, a, the, the U.S. has a long history of doing this. Yeah. Like, this, uh, there was an ACLU report about some of this stuff uh, going on earlier under Obama. Apparently, uh, U.S. Customs and Border Protection agents used stun guns on minors for amusement or punishment. Jesus Christ. Like, yeah, and I mean, th th those documents being destroyed by ICE definitely, I mean, <coughs> included those types of violent acts or, you know, even, uh, even as, worse, like sexual as destroying stuff. documents of, like, <laughs> sexual acts committed on people being detained. Like, yeah, to I mean, me, this that's is what fucking thing... blows my mind is, like, that the Trump administration just gave a nod to ICE to be like, yeah, um, you don't have to keep record of anything. Have fun with all the power you wield in stripping, you know. Um, deporting people, detaining people, and, you know, doing whatever it is that you fucking like, and, or, and slash, or just, you know, selling these childs to sex trafficking rings, so. It can't be overstated how terrible this is. This is honestly, like, one of the most upsetting and disturbing stories I think we've talked about. 
on the show. So I mean, much so that people are even like running on like like campaigns, like using this as you know um, points as to why that, that they should be considered the next presidency and slash or just a, a place in the House of Representatives in order to uh, try to affect these policies in some way so i mean these are the types of things that you hear about in only the worst like atrocities and genocides and war crimes in the world like this is actually like genocide level behavior or yeah. like just it's it's terrible i mean and... this this was like a part of slavery when we would yeah like when we would like white slave owners would rape black women to get I mean, new slaves tears, to sell? Mixing up all of these families, relocating them, and, you know, maybe you're with your family, maybe you're not. Maybe. It's just massive displacement of people who have lives and families. Yeah, and, and, and it's also, it's something we did with Native Americans, it's something the Nazis did, like, it, it, <laughs> it is beyond despicable that this has been going on for, like, coming up on ten years. Yeah. And that there's not a, a system in place, and that you have these dipshits heading the fucking, um, he heading these departments that are supposed to be responsible for these things and not actually taking their job seriously. And slash or just giving excuses that, like, a 14-year-old would give and not wanting to finish, like, his fucking paper route or some shit. That it's, oh, it's too far, oh, it's too much effort in order to try to, like, treat these children... Yeah, like this isn't even beings. something they try and deny or cover up. They're just like, oh, well, what are you going to do? There's protocol. I mean, how fucking despicable are these people that they're just blatantly like, eh, doesn't matter. They're, they're not Americans. They're not... I mean, it really is. They are classifying these people as subhumans. Yeah, I mean, when you get to the point where saying, well, they're not Americans, we can tase children for fun and not get in yeah. trouble. Like, something's pretty wrong. Something, something's pretty fucking wrong. At at a minimum. Um, and the fact that the fact that it's going on under under both uh, that it's been going on for as long as it has is just like you you know what that is a litmus test that should be a litmus test for electing people saying do you want are you going to abolish ICE like would you would you refuse to cooperate I mean, with ab ICE abolish ICE is step one and there's still like so much more understructure behind the racism and oppression going on here that needs to be dismantled but yeah, yeah. of course ice abolish ice immediately and then it's a good step one yeah i, I mean that's like that's like got to be like a level you have to clear you know if yeah, you say yeah. no, not only should, should be... we abolish abolish ice but like we should you know properly look into how we're going to 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 mark you know do something i don't know like the germans do with the stasi where there's a massive oh. like a public record of every single person that is was ever involved with the stasi that anyone can go look up and you can look up everything they were doing maybe we should have that for ice and we should have public records to be like oh you know jimbo bob um on in 2013 uh stun gunned three children for fun at an ice detention center like that should be public knowledge that should be something uh, that we know, and that and, and and Jimbo fucking Bob. You know what? Maybe he should not be allowed in civil society. He should be shunned by everybody. You know. Hot, hottest yeah. take that I heard. Um, you know, if you Bernie Bros would have just stepped in line, this wouldn't be happening. <clears throat> oh my God! I fucking I fucking remember that. And 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 it literally in 2015, Hillary Clinton said, 
we should do this shit. We should yeah. put children in internment camps and deport them. Well, also, I mean, I think it's worth noting that if the diehard Clinton people who are getting incredibly outraged about this right now and using it to blame Bernie bros for not electing Clinton, if Hillary Clinton had won, this would still be going on and they would just be at brunch right now. Mm-hmm. Right. And, oh, man. It's just a little bit heavy, heavy with all that stuff, so. Yeah, um, you know, that, that's how we feel about this, everybody. We're going to... I'm, I'm going to mention it again at the end of the show, um, but the new Sanctuary Network of Tulsa has its weekly protest on Fridays from 12 to 12.20 in front of the David L. Moss Detention Center in Tulsa, protesting ICE. Go protest, uh, go protest the people that are involved in child trafficking and are a federal government unit. Go do that. Yeah, this really can't be understated how terrible this is. This is honestly one of the lowest things that our country could even be doing right now. It's truly despicable. Now more than ever, we need to protest and end what is I mean, essentially like, you know, Gestapo. race. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you were talking about public record that needs to be maintained. These people are destroying <clears throat> the private records that we even are keeping. So like, not only are we not making any steps forward, they're taking leaps and bounds backwards, which yeah. is just uh, despicable. Well, like, yeah, for like, that reason. Because they know that if people found out this shit, the fucking people who did this would never be allowed back. They would have to move to, like, fucking Wyoming and live in the fucking woods because people would be, like, harassing them to where they were afraid for their life because of how despicable, scummy... And, and, and just I mean, morally abhorrent the behavior of ICE officers has been. Things that should be prosecuted by The Hague, actually. Yeah, genuinely. I mean, yeah. and I, I wish I had more optimism <clears throat> over a public record, but I mean, cops even have their own grievances that happen and still can move to a different town and get hired on as police force. So, I mean, there's a what, lot what's more up? to do than just maintaining a public record. What's up, Betty Shelby? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, moving on to Oklahoma news for this week. Uh, it's not exactly going to get... It's going to get happier as we go along, just because we'll get to start dunking on, yeah. on assholes. But first story is not the happiest story. Um, as you all know, I'm sure uh, there was a shooting at the Louis on Lake, Lake Hefner last week. Um, it was by this guy named... Alexander Tillman. Um, and this guy got to be famous in the OKC Metro because he started putting up some really, some flyers around Oklahoma City that read stuff like Demons in Clone Transsexual Bodies, YouTube.com, Yahweh Rules 2 channel, right? Which was a link to his, his channel. On YouTube, where he had videos like Demonic Ducks Laughing at Me, which is actually pretty fair. Um, ducks are... Well, actually, they're geese. So it's like, okay, okay, dude, calm down. But also, I mean, geese are shitbags. But then he had other ones, like Satan Making Vehicles Louder on the Highway. And he was making these, these really weird vlogs about how demons were everywhere and, and transgender people were like, I don't know, possessed by yeah, demons. Yeah, the one confronting people at the comedy club, just like, I mean, yelling nonsense at them. And 
saying that they were possessed and things like that. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Looney Bin is pretty loony. But not like that. <laughs> not not uh, loony in that way. Um, no, absolutely. And, I mean, he was at, like, Stars and Stripes Park recording ducks that were laughing at him. Or, like, Satan making vehicles louder on the highway is a title of one of his videos. And to me... It just blows my mind that this dude was allowed anywhere near a firearm. Yeah, it's someone who's clearly not well. Well, and it's even, apparently one of them was even called Someone Help Me, I'm Losing It, right? And Yeah, he's... Like, this is a, this is a situation, you know, I think we all know this. I think we, we all know people that have suffered with, with mental health issues in Oklahoma that haven't been able to get health care. To deal with it, right? And, and we have some of the worst mental care of any state in the country. Like, there's just very few avenues that these people can take, especially if you're not wealthy enough to afford really high hospital bills. Yeah, and, and coming from somebody who has a, a, a therapist, you know, a psychiatrist, psychologist, you know, if you don't know the difference, you'll live a great life, kind of thing. Um, it is insanely difficult to get one and to not, if you don't have insurance, it's nearly impossible without um, <clears throat> being a, a part of some institution like OU. And even so, trying to get any any type of uh, mental health care from Goddard was impossible. Yeah, it was super hard to get health care at OU even. And I mean, on top of that, the only people who don't have health care that can get it are the people who just are so rich that they don't need health care to afford to go to the doctor. That's it. Mm-hmm. Those are the only people. And, and especially with mental health, you know, if you have some other kind of health, okay, you can, we can have clinics where you can go and get some, some health care and so on. That can be something. Yeah, like, if you've got there's teeth no problem, care for people having, like, serious mental problems. Yeah, there's no urgent care or no free clinic or anything. No, because you can't do that, you know? You need to be able to develop a relationship with a therapist or a psycho- tri- psychiatrist or a psychologist. You need to be able to go repeatedly and often. And so this guy clearly didn't have that, that ability. On top of that, he had extremely easy access to guns because that's a thing in the U.S. And then additionally, he was a certified armed security guard. And he was certified by the state of Oklahoma, right? And then- Yeah, I mean, that just shows a lot about the state of gun ownership in this country. But clearly that even the people that are showing very obvious signs that they should not have a firearm are just allowed to have them. And they're approved to have them by, you know, armed security forces. They're given a position of authority. I, I can't imagine they would have done a very thorough background check if this guy has all of these videos up and uh, is repeatedly posting. Even so, I doubt YouTube's like probably covered by a background check in terms of that. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I don't really know the answer it, to that it, question. It definitely but should like... be. But even, even on top of that, right, the guy had an interview with the Gailey about these posters he had been putting up. So he's literally on the internet... And in this interview, he said, hey, I'm, you know, I'm not dangerous. Like, that's not a something, it's not something non-dangerous people say. Because it's obvious yeah. that you're not dangerous. And the fact that he was still able 
to kind of like nice guys that are like, I'm a nice guy. When you say <laughs> you're not dangerous, that's true. You're clearly you know, dangerous. Yeah. People like, <laughs> always believe the person who tells you he's not a nice or he's a nice guy because doesn't just have to be. And I'm not a fan, you know, we're, we're, we're pulling a lot of this from the Lost Ogle article. I'm not a fan of the idea that he should have been institutionalized or something because, like, the history of mental health is not a good history and that kind of stuff is bad. But how is he not able to get health care? And then on top of that, how is he able to get his hands, you know, on a gun? And then how is he able to get certified by the state to own a gun? And to use a gun professionally as 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 part of his job is well, and I think a lot of these issues, it's not like a lot of these shootings, a lot of these violent incidents. It's not issues of people who, for the most part, probably don't need to be institutionalized, but they do need some level of mental care that they're not getting. Yeah, they need access to to the basic human right that is healthcare. It's the same thing with the guy who tried to do the the. Oklahoma City bombing two electric boogaloo way back um, earlier in the year that got arrested by the FBI for trying to do that. Where you, you read that story, just like with this story, and you're like, you know, this probably would never have happened if healthcare was decommodified in this country. Because they would have been able to get the, you know, they would have had somebody talk to them. They would have had, you know, access to medication if that's what they, they needed. They would have had access to anything that could help them deal with the problems they, they were going through, whatever they were. And it's not yeah, just... Right, a, absolutely. It, and, and it, luckily, like, going back to the story a little bit, there were, only, there were four people that were injured by him, by his shooting, but nobody was actually killed, which is very, very fortunate and a, a pretty yeah. positive note in the story. One person yeah. was taken into critical condition, but they did make it. And the only person that was killed was the shooter himself. Um, he was also, which this is actually pretty, I think, integral, was killed by an on another armed citizen, right? And so this kind of has has once again sparked this sort of controversial, politicized gun debate on like, oh, well, we need to arm everybody so that these sort of citizens can stay. Because it's, the, I mean, it's the typical fucking rhetoric you hear every goddamn time. Yeah, where it's and like the it's only that we need to arm these citizens to be able to stop these bad guys, and it's like, no. Like you're totally missing the point here. Like if that, if the dude, if, if no armed citizen had been there, you know what I mean. If nobody had let, like, it just allowing, like, uh, allowing these structures and means to acquire, like, not only weapons, but like, like you said, like preventative, preventative measures. If they're not put into place at all, like, it doesn't fucking matter how many people we arm. Like these. Mm. Well, it's also that ig- that line. Ignoring. Because that line got trotted out by the fucking suck my dick NRA. Go fucking. Literally, yeah. <laughs> you, I deserve a blowjob from you, NRA. Fuck off. Like, Wayne LaPierre, go drown in the Potomac, shitbag. But, I mean, the statement from these kinds of people is always the only good, the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. And maybe, it's a good way to sell two guns. Yeah, it's a great way to sell two guns. <laughs> and maybe the better thing to do is say, the, only, the best way to stop a bad guy with a gun is to keep him from being a bad guy in the first place. And maybe, well, yeah, they, maybe they we can do that. They posited it as the only solution to bad guy shooters is a massively armed civilian population and not maybe you know, trying to stop some of the shootings in the first place. Yeah. Or going to root cause for some of the shootings, man. Like, yeah. these are like, once again, this is fucking Lake Hefner, okay? This is literally three miles away from my house. 
You know, like I a place that I go to literally every single day to eat my lunch and read a book. I was probably a hundred feet away from, and so it is kind of like I had people texting me to be like, "Dude, I know you're at like Epper all the time. Are you fucking okay?" And I, it's just really I don't know what the fuck it's gonna take for a wake up call to help anything in the country. But people just aren't really concerned about helping others, especially when it comes to social programs, which is just absolutely disgusting. Well, I mean, and, if you if you if you try to deal with the bad guy with the gun problem by, you know, giving the bad guy some mental health care so that maybe he doesn't, you know, end up in this kind of situation or something, or by ending the alienating uh, economic processes of capitalism, then how are you going to sell us two guns, Parker? Huh? I know. Hey, I mean, I, I riddle me that. Yeah. Well, just, our, our economy is going to, be going to implode anyway by, you know, three people having the same amount of money as the bottom 50% of the United States at this point. So, yeah, you know, well, well the trick like, is like to just uh, put all your money into the Space Force so you and the elite can escape <laughs> all the problems of Earth. And so what do you think Elon Musk is doing? <laughs> uh, he's actually just tweeting veiled anti-Semitism now, but moving. <laughs> he's. he's... He's the Tesla, the Tesla contractor of Space Force. Yeah. Um, mo- moving on to some other news and, uh, on the Oklahoma front. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about State Question 799, which oh, is the effort by Tom, I hate everything good, Coburn, uh, who will officially be called anything that's, you know, uh, Tramble, Cobramble. I don't know if that's his real name. I feel like Tom, Tom Coburn's a fake name. Cockburn. Yeah. <laughs> Because he allegedly has herpes. <laughs> allegedly. I thought he was called Cockburn because all these damn taxes and regulations were just chafing up his dick. Um, but so, say question 799, as you all probably already know, is this effort by Tom Crock uh, uh, Brambleton to overturn the new taxes aimed at funding the teacher pay raise that was, you know, we just passed not terribly long ago in the special session. Um, and the, uh, a bunch of different groups have come out to challenge this petition drive um, because this petition drive is kind of special. When the legislature passes new revenue raising measures, um, it only takes a very small number of signatures. It's less than 42,000 for there to be a referendum on the next upcoming ballot to ask the people if they want to support those questions. That goes back to our favorite state question, state question 640, which was passed uh, back in 1992 in response to the last teacher strike. And right now, those uh, organizations have have put up two different petitions to say that the um, petition drive for state question 799 has been illegitimate. There have been some reports ranging from the utterly mundane like they've just worded it very poorly apparently they don't include some of the the taxes that they want to repeal namely the hotel motel tax that was already repealed by the legislature but is still part of the legislation specifically that state question 799 is trying to overturn and then also that they've been doing things like taking the petition uh signature list to businesses in the oklahoma city metro area and just leaving it there and then you just can like walk in and sign it which is illegal um, and so this is, this is getting fast-tracked to get sent to the Oklahoma Supreme Court to rule if the petition drive itself is following the law, right? And the Oklahoma Supreme Court asked Attorney General Mike Hunter 
who still has the best name in Oklahoma politics because it almost sounds like my cunt. Like, that's hilarious. Oh, I'm sorry, that's oh, yeah. objectively funny. Um, uh-huh. They asked him for an opinion, and he said, oh, yeah, this is very clear that state question 640 uh, strengthens the right to keep people from doing this, uh, to keep people from... from um, striking down a signature petition to put a referendum on the ballot. Well, on the other I, side, like, like yeah, they, they, he uses the phrases like legally unsound and like immediate preservation of public peace, health, and safety. And I'm like, can you just stop the shit from just <laughs> yeah. falling out of your mouth? What's... Because literally, you can put words in any order you want. And they just, I guess, don't matter when it comes to act the actuality and like the, which is really what you're looking to get accomplished. Like, well, what's what's very interesting about this is so the uh, we're basing this on an Oklahoman article, right? Um, because I don't have access to the Tulsa World right now because fucking Europe passed like strong internet privacy protection rules, and now the Tulsa World is like fuck you. So fuck you, Tulsa World, do your fucking job. Um, but this Oklahoma article fails to mention that um, the Association of Professional Oklahoma Educators, one of these people like challenging the referendum petition, when they say that it's inextricably linked to the legislation raising teacher pay and that education was critical to the pu- uh, to the public peace, health, and safety, that's based on Oklahoma constitutional law. And that has a long history of saying that education is a part of public peace, health, and safety. And so there's actually a very strong legal argument for that, but the Oklahoma doesn't mention that. And I just wonder if the editorial board at uh, that the shit newspaper that is the Oklahoma and like, maybe decided to edit that part out uh, that very important piece of education that mike hunter is um apparently not aware of despite being the state uh state attorney general so i i don't know i don't know maybe yeah, it's a, it's maybe a hard that's tell whether they edited it out as blatant propaganda or they just never included it out of pure incompetence you know the oklahoman is a <laughs> key newspaper at towing that line of bright line propaganda and, and complete incompetence it can be synonymous nearly all the time definitely in this case um <laughs> And so that, this is just important. If you see, if you go into a business and you see the petition, uh, not joking, use it as toilet paper. Um, if, you, if somebody asks you to sign the petition, throw shit at them, please. Throw, <laughs> literally throw shit at them. I am endorsing that as, as a private citizen, not as the show. Adam, if you complain about this, I will write a letter to the fucking editor. Um, and... <laughs> Like this is just one of the. This is just one of the. Just most... to be clear, he's writing a letter to himself. <laughs> he is yeah, that's true. Coach. You're the one who's editing. It. After the coup, I am. I am head editor. Um, <laughs> well, no, just vaguely to the editor. You know, who's the editor? Right? There's an editor. I, I don't know. It's it's a phrase. Um, so so if you they have do a whole see... board at the Oklahoma, apparently. Uh, yeah, a whole board. Of... We should get a. We should get a red star editorial board. Don't we have one? Do we have just all four of us? Well, not Adam. Yeah, <laughs> um, every yeah, article yeah. is every tax ever is the worst and is fascism. So <laughs> abolish them all. <laughs> you know who raised taxes? Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's actually what the Oklahoma editorial board was thinking when they edited out that line about Oklahoma constitutional law. 
Um, but so, just, just seriously, if you see somebody talking about State Question 799, tell them to fuck off. Tell them it's stupid. Um, if you see a petition, I'm not joking. Like, if someone has taken the time out of their fucking day exploiting workers to get you to try and sign that petition, yell at them. Just yell at them in public. Make their lives shitty that it, they did that. If you see it posted anywhere without anyone having you sign it, throw it in the trash. Yeah. Get rid of all those signatures. Actually throw it in the trash. That's literally illegal if they're doing that. You can do that. Um, wait, wait, wait. Say, say again. Wait, 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 wait. What's illegal? It's illegal. So whenever you have a petition that. drive like this, you have to have, like, someone has to be asking for the signatures and, like, doing some stuff to make sure that, like, actual, like, people are signing it, right? So that's that why... you don't put a... Uh, little piece of tape at the top that says do you like dogs sign here <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then make it okay question 7099 and so i would i would sign that i like dogs yeah, yeah. but if you yeah. sign state question 7 we would purge you okay that that's <laughs> official show policy that's fine um well, you would go we're, to the... we're getting close to the first purge i thought that was a documentary that we're that's about to come out <laughs> Uh, yeah, it is. Um, but staying on this topic, I want to move to our conservative reading list, uh, because I, I picked a fucking pearl of a conservative reading list this week. Um, and it's, it's not by the Oklahoman editorial board, because probably the person I hate more in Oklahoma politics at the moment is the one who wrote it. And it's, uh, by... Um, Tramble, is, is Cro- Bramble himself. No, no, it's, oh, um, yeah. Trimbley Cockburnbley. Um, oh, I thought we were going to get Chad back. The Chad. Nah, Chad, Chad's <laughs> the, Chad's the OG homie, you know what I mean? Like, Chad, Chad's just, he just really likes fracking, you know? I can't get mad at that. <laughs> this is instead by a guy who, who, <laughs> who really fucking hates government, even though his whole job has been working in government. Uh, fucking welfare queen. Tom Coburn, publishing in The Oklahoman, and it's titled, More Oversight, Not More Taxes, Needed in State Government. This was published on Friday, May 25th, and like everything, you can find it on the show's Reddit post. Um, Let's get into it, okay? He starts, I have read with interest and reflection the opinion pieces and other letters to the editor about the effort by Oklahoma Taxpayers Unite to collect signatures for a referendum on the tax increases passed by the legislature. Number one, unrelated to the article, but do you see this? Letters to the editor, it's a thing, guys. It's a thing, okay? (laughs) Um, No making fun of me. Uh, let's keep, let's keep going. That's not a principle of the show. (laughs) Okay, so this also just said that Tom Coburn can read, so I think we should be very skeptical as to what these letters to the editors. Yeah. Well, they were all written in crayon. (laughs) He definitely didn't reflect on them. Um, he's never reflected (laughs) on anything. Um, continuing, he says, I wholeheartedly agree. We need to have our teachers at salaries that attract the best and brightest to educate our most valuable resource, our children. We should have the Good, highest paid... I agree. Article over. <laughs> yeah, that, that should be it, actually. I, I'm sorry I started this. Stop talking now, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'd actually, there's another sentence that's still good. We should have the highest paid teachers in our area in the country and the most accountable. Most accountable starts to become questionable, but then, but then he just makes it really shitty, right? But what happened in the legislature will cause Oklahoma to fail, not succeed. 
Uh, Tommy, you made it two sentences. You were doing so well. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's, he's doing that thing. It's just so often when you're reading an opinion piece in, in the Oklahoma and you're like, man, this started off good. And then immediately you're just like, nope, nope, no. You drove off the cliff. <laughs> I agree. I do think our teachers need to be well paid. Oh, no. no. There it goes. <laughs> it's gone like that. Um, <laughs> he continues. The legislature has raised over $1.1 billion in new taxes since 2015. Yeah, all of them in the one tax increase in 2018. A bit disingenuous to say since 2015. Um, but what lawmakers have not done is oversight. To look at every state agency and ask what is the goal of each. How do they spend their money? Are they transparent with the resources they get? Bureaucracies by their nature are not efficient. Their goal is survival and expansion. And most are not mission-focused, but survival-focused. This is human Wait, nature. What's, 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 what's capitalism's goal? Um, um, oh, it's mm, uh, about a mm. mission. It's about uh, the common good, you know? Not about survival. Not about expansion. some sort of Darwinism. <laughs> it's, not, it's not based in some sort of societal Darwinism. A social Darwinism, if you will. <laughs> no, a pro- profits are just a way to make everybody's life in society better. That's government, because, you know... Oh, it's, profits it's were a direct reflection of how valuable you are to society. <laughs> well, that's not true, because t- Tom Coburn is worth any amount of money. Like, like that's <laughs> dem- demonstrably false. Tramumble, um, crock brom tromble, it's not worthwhile. Let's keep going, though, because he's got a fun little example here. Take, for example, the recent news at the Department of Health. A commissioner's slush fund? The firing of 198 state personnel because the accounting in the agency was so poor they didn't know where the money was and the limitations? Then $30 million in additional appropriations that weren't needed? Now, if you all listened to last week's show, you know that the real problem here was that fucking Preston Dorflinger, a domestic abuser, shitbag Republican, part of the party that Tom Coburn represents showed up at the fucking Department of Health and was like, I have no idea what's going on. Oh, I should ask for a bunch of money and fire a shit ton of people. That'll make it better. So it's actually like people he associates with are responsible for this. And then the other thing we talked about is that the State Department of Health was deeply afraid of having their funding that like keeps people alive from getting raided by the legislature because the legislature regularly raided the State Department of Health's coffers to fund things whenever tax revenue failed to generate the the money needed to serve basic resources like building fucking roads. And so they were trying to hide that money so that people wouldn't die on the state of Oklahoma's watch. And then he he writes this and it's like, oh, maybe... Maybe your party has some kind of connection to the party? I don't know. I don't know yeah, what I'm talking about. We need to cut taxes to these government agencies that are failing because of my cohort that runs these agencies. Yeah. Also, Badly. <laughs> also, I deeply believe in free markets, but don't understand that when we don't fund things, they don't work. I, what do you mean they don't work when, when do they don't they have the money? generate their own revenue? Can we privatize them? Yeah. Uh, how, how about we privatize the State Department of Health that exclusively works to make sure poor people have health care? That, that'll work. That'll work. Carl, government agencies are all supposed to turn a profit. <laughs> if you're not trying to make money in the government, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, wh- why yeah, would you go um, into the government if you didn't want to make the money? The EPA clearly generates money by dumping shit at rivers. Okay? Do you listen so... to anything from President Deals? It's going to run the country like a business. Right into the ground. (laughs) 
I mean, it is kind of mean. It does. It will run like his businesses and fail. Yeah. Well, actually, that might be good news because then maybe we'll get like a fucking revolution and we'll get to like chop his head off in front of the Lincoln Memorial. Um, that's a metaphor. I'm not calling for violence against government officials. Okay. When you all play this in court, if you cut this part out, I'm gonna yell at you. It's a um, metaphor. <laughs> let, let's keep reading. <laughs> Hashtag it's a metaphor. Allegedly, we should allegedly do that. Um, <laughs> ask Adam. This the is why we need Adam. Better be called allegedly. <laughs> no, the episode title is already allegedly. Um, God, this could so also cool. be the title of 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 Tramumble, um Krububa Bumbleshnumble's uh, article. Could be allegedly. Um, but he he continues. State agencies have not had effective oversight in decades. For us to make Oklahoma less competitive without doing the hard work of holding our government accountable would lead us into a worse, not better, financial position. Thank God. Thank God he delineated between worse and not better. Yeah. I really, I really needed that. No, that was not clear to me what he meant by worse. Um, I really needed him to explain that. Also, you know, it's not like regularly the Chambers of Commerce put out reports where they're like, oh shit, people don't want to move businesses to Oklahoma because it, it's so fucking shitty here. Um, let's and keep- also, uh, <laughs> he wants state agencies to have effective oversight, um, but not tax the, to pay for, like, I, I don't... I think I think honestly, go back to like the business, the business oversight, like we mentioned a couple of episodes ago. That's going to be no, great. No, it's businesses don't want to move here because taxes. They they don't, they don't yeah, want taxes. Oklahoma's world famous high taxes are keeping business. Oh no, uh, mm. taxes are like garlic to businesses. <laughs> well, businesses are actually vampires. That's very true. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I just think Tom Coburn thinks that government should just be a bunch of, like, fucking, like, people looking over each other's shoulders to not, to make sure they're not wasting money, and that's all it should do. The only government agency is an agency that makes sure there's no other government agencies appearing. Yeah. (laughs) It's very eliminationist, actually. Um. (laughs) It's like a, it's like a, a hunter that's searching for businesses, but making sure that there are no agencies. I like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Oklahomans should know that the governor vetoed a bill requiring all spending to be put online so all Oklahomans could be see how our tax dollars are spent. She also refused to share how much in federal grants each department received and what that money was used for. I supplied that information to the U.S. Senate via OpenTheBooks.com. Number one, um... I'm going to this website. Like, all... The the budget's public. Like, it's published. You can access that shit online. Uh, also true with how, like, federal grant processes work. So he just doesn't know what he's talking about. But let's keep going. This lack- Holy shit. What? Can I... on When I when you go to openthebooks.com... Is it just, they're... like, fucking um, Lemon Party or something? Except Tom <laughs> oh, Coburn's I, in it? <laughs> I wish. But, okay, so their slogan is... Every dime online in real time. Join the transparency revolution. <laughs> then, then below that, there is a their 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 federal mapping grant book is called "Where's the Pork." <laughs> <laughs> Holy oh shit! And they, and they have subheadings for but th- that that separate reports, charts, and videos. I appreciate this so much. God, okay. you remember? Remember last? Week, remember that Missouri? Website I yes. found way back. Oh, it's terrible. It's very, it's very much akin to. I'm look they're, at they're, it now. It's very much like a 2002 internet. 
Like SpaceJam.com or something? And this shitty American shield, like Captain America looking garbage. (laughs) Oh my god. They're protecting us from the tyranny of government bloated agencies. And and how you figure, how you find an agency's budget is just holding a gigantic magnifying glass over a Capitol building. (laughs) Oh, you know what I really love? How it says, where's the pork? And then it says, we've mapped the... $583 583 billion dollars in federal grants as if every federal grant is pork barrel spending like yeah really? it all is if every time the government spends money it's uh, it just goes into a hole in the middle of the capitol building uh actually the only time it's not pork barrel spending is when it's on a fucking doodad that nobody needs it's just used to kill brown people called the f-35 that's not pork barrel spending that's true. Army, you, there can never be enough taxes for uh, army army men. Never enough. Um, let's let's get back. Let's get back to to to. I'd like to bring back pork barrels. Can we do that? <laughs> <laughs> bring yes. back pork barrels, twenty twenty. Yes, Make America pork barrel again, twenty twenty. Mm. Indeed. So reading reading further, this lack of transparency and accountability by our legislator and a executive branch has led to highly ineffective and unaccountable government at costs that are not sustainable in the long run. They're just sweeping swaths what? of words without yeah. any warrants. It's also like, like, the amount of money that we spend on our government is so offensively low that, like, schools are literally crumbling. Like, I don't know... That 97 I, I, of what, they're, 94 of the 207 counties are on four-day school weeks because we can't fund the schools? Yeah, I don't it's know if he's ever... Efficient. Like, it's because they're not efficient enough. They need... If they had less money, they wouldn't waste it and would fix the schools. Yeah. Somehow Tom Cobra... I just want to know how he gets around the state, because he clearly doesn't drive on the roads. (laughs) Like... (laughs) He has a massive hot air balloon. He goes and throws (laughs) pennies at the poor from the top of it. No, he's actually got a, uh, if it's a World War II era Zeppelin, and he's just yes, like he's poorly got... replaced the swastika with a with a an elephant, but you could still kind of see the swastika behind it. Tom Coburn has a massive graph Zeppelin that he takes to different <laughs> locations around Oklahoma. I mean, you can clearly tell with you know the the poodle on his head because he does look like that photoshopped that that photoshopped. I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll link it to y'all. <laughs> Okay. Very, very popular. I think I think we could probably do do a comparison. Okay. Right, Photoshop that shit together out. for the um for, for the Reddit post, fam. Uh, but let's finish out the article. We've got two more paragraphs. Re- really good stuff here. He says, "I believe in our teachers. I also believe in efficient and transparent government. We don't have the latter, and taxpayers bear the cost." Continuing in the vein of special interest no, tax we don't increases. Have the former. <laughs> no, we don't have the former at all. Um. Nor the, we don't have any of this shit. Um, uh, but he says, continuing in the vein of special interest tax increases without reforms to our state government is ill-conceived and treats the symptom of the problem, not the real disease. Are you fucking kidding me? You really think the state of Oklahoma doesn't have a structural revenue problem? Like, <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> That's, I mean, it's symptomatic of there being taxes in this state, so... <laughs> That's true. I guess that's true. Um, but he finishes that. He finishes it out with with the fucking zinger. Ask yourself: <laughs> Are sunshine and transparency important, or will short term thinking and perpetual tax increases guide our state in the future? Um, number one, those aren't opposites. Like those are not opposites. You, you can have both of those. Number two, we haven't had a tax increase in twenty eight years. 
and we get one tax increase, and he says perpetual tax increases. Like, I want to know the kind of fucking brain worms that exist in in Republican <laughs> politicians' heads, because those things have to be some of the best, like, they have to be some of the most efficient fucking things in the world, that they can bore holes that deep at such a, a, a fast speed, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so ridiculous to say that. Like, we haven't had a tax increase in 28 years, and he thinks it's okay to come say that, and you... Well, because if once it's a slippery slope, they do one tax, then they might do another when they see that Oklahoma programs function with money. Oh, that's true. They yeah. might actually be like, oh, wait, teachers increased in quality, you know, you were so... Hey, our education became good. We uh, popped up into the 30s, and people want to move here now. Oh, shit. They might ask for more money for other agencies to make people's lives better. We can't have that. Can't have that against the rules. We might actually be forced to, you know, fund Social Security and not rip all the money out of it. Hey, everybody. Really sorry that that cut off so short there at the end, but uh, my laptop decided to crash while we were recording, so that's a, that's a good time. But luckily, we got the whole episode saved, so I'm just going to give you all the socialist events this week and tell you about some of the, you know, where, where to contact us and so on. Um... On Friday, May 25th, the New Sanctuary Network of Tulsa is having its weekly protest against deportations at the David L. Moss Correctional Facility from 12 to 12.20 p.m., which is the event I already mentioned when we were talking about ICE. And again, I cannot emphasize how important that is and how important we at the show think that is to go protest, to go stand up for people, for children getting put in internment camps, getting ripped from their families. And all that stuff. That is deeply important to go protest. And shout out to the New Sanctuary Network of Tulsa for having this weekly thing, for going out there and saying this is unacceptable. Um, Additionally, Green Country DSA will have their Tahlequah Brake Light Clinic soon. So stay posted to their page um, to see when that's going to be, to see if, you know, either you need some help with your brake light or even better, if you can go provide some services and help out doing that. Um, just like we've said in the past few weeks, Red Dirt Defense is accepting donations for its homelessness outreach event that they'll be having in July. You can find that information on the Reddit post as well. And then finally, the last thing I want to say is that on Friday is going to be the last day where you can register to vote in the June primary. And especially after this week and the story about ICE, you know, I understand that maybe people have some reservations about voting as and the kind of options we have, but probably I I think that this upcoming June primary with the uh, state question 788 to legalize medical marijuana is something that honestly every single person should go vote for because that is a great way to reduce harms coming from uh, the drug war. Uh, the war on drugs. That is super important to go do, and I don't think it matters what your opinion is on anything else. If you just go vote for that and don't even vote for anything else, that's a good thing. And because the Democratic primary is open to independence, everybody gets to vote, even if you weren't, because there's a state question on the ballot, you get to vote no matter what. So go register to vote this week and go later in June. Go vote for that. That's really important. I'm going to have a link up in the Reddit post to a non-doc article explaining everything you need to know about voter registration coming up. So go do that, y'all. Additionally, 
I know I couldn't get the stuff out last week for the show, so I'm going to have all of that included. I'm going to put all of that stuff up as well, which I'll be doing today when I put the show out. So go go check out the Reddit post to get all that information, to get uh, the articles and so on. As always, and, and you know, you can find us on that subreddit, r slash redstaroveroklahoma. Additionally, you can find us on Twitter at redstaroverok. You can find us on SoundCloud, Red Star Over Oklahoma, just like you can on iTunes. And remember, rate and review us. Uh, tell your tell your friends and family all about that. If you want to come do something with the show, if you want to get involved, you can always email us at redstaroverok at gmail.com. And that's going to be it for this week, folks. So we'll be around next week. Talk to you then. Bye.